Good morning. My name, thank you. My name is Jewel Lehman, and I teach in the kinesiology department here at Goshen College. It's always exciting when our graduates come back and share with us what they've been doing in the world. And we are so grateful to Jeremy Pope, uh, class of 2011, that he was willing to take time out of his busy schedule to talk with us about his work and life since Goshen College. Thank you, Jeremy. Jeremy Pope grew up in Westerville, Ohio, and was a three-sport athlete in high school. He played football, basketball, and baseball. He was also an excellent student and a member of the National Honor Society. At Goshen College, he focused his athletic endeavors on basketball and studied in the physical education department and business department with specific interest in sport management and business. For his basketball performance at point guard, Pope was named to the all-conference team and is currently, I think, ninth in the record book for total number of three-point shots made. <laughs> he participated in the Black Student Union, intramurals, and he started his own club, SWAG, which was focused on serving others. He made significant contributions in this community. In, ante in, in anticipation of his visit, I gathered some photos of Jeremy in classes during his time here. I also found a paper or two that he wrote. It was fun to reminisce. If you want to see some of the photos, come on over to the Rec Fitness Center. Um, I won't share his papers, though. <laughs> but if I did, you would find them very well written with high marks. After graduating from Goshen College, he worked in the admissions office for three years and then moved to Nashville, Tennessee, where he was the league director for Nashville Sports Leagues and the youth sports coordinator for the YMCA. In 2015, he earned a master's degree in sport management from LaSalle College. Pope opened his own business in 2016 called Next Level Skills Basketball Academy, where he trains basketball players, does college and career prep, and mentoring for male and female athletes. Jeremy is also a certified NCAA and NAIA recruiter. I found some quotes about Coach Pope and we'll share one from a next level skills athlete and one from a parent, from the student, student athlete. I appreciate everything Coach Pope has done for me. He is legit when it comes to training and he has made me a much better guard. He's a type of coach that really cares. Coach Pope goes out of his way to show up to my games and give me information on college stuff. Also, he takes the time to talk to me whenever I need someone to talk to. From the parent. The Next Level Skills Program is an awesome program for any athlete. Not only does Coach Pope teach basketball, but also life outside of basketball. He emphasizes that education should be top priority, and that to me is very important for any athlete to remember. His monthly video newsletters is a great way for athletes to see who have gone through the program and their progress. The opportunity to volunteer is also a great way for young athletes, such as my son, to help out in the community, and I am grateful for a program like this one. So if you haven't seen the website for his business, you should check it out at www.nextlevelskillsbball.com. 
And um, so at this time, I'm going to hand it over, and we're going to watch a little video um, at first here, and then we'll welcome Jeremy to the, to the podium. All right, good morning. Um, first of all, I just want to say thank you. Um, yeah, we're good on the video. We're straight. Um, I just want to say thank you for inviting me to come back. Um, it's always good to come back to campus. Um, Goshen College has just been a, just a huge part of my life. Um, lived here for seven years, so spent the four years here as a student, then did three years as missions here. Um, so it's just fun to come back. Uh, I was talking to Suzanne yesterday. She was showing me through campus. And I'm like, it's always interesting how things get better right when you leave. <laughs> like, this is beautiful. I'm like, the leaf raker was nothing like this when I was here. Um, so, um, so, thank you guys, everybody, for coming. Uh, we're going to go through some stuff real quick. I would like to get through this pretty quickly. And then if we have time at the end, I want to open up for questions. Um, kind of have a discussion. Uh, you guys are college students. Hey, what's up, Trish? <laughs> um, <laughs> went to school with Trish back in the day. Um, <laughs> the, um, you guys are college students. You guys get lectured all the time and all that stuff. I'd rather have a discussion and have fun with this, right? So, whoa. Being a part of the Next Level Skills program, not only preparing for college. I'll be back. Oh, my God. <laughs> there it is. There we go. Cool. All right. First thing, there's some disclaimers about me that you guys need to know. All right, number one thing. I'm going to give you guys the answers up front, okay? Um, and then I'm going to explain my answers to the question, which they asked me to come back to speak about. How did my Goshen College experience prepare me for my professional experience? All right, so I'm gonna give you the answers up front. Okay, so we'll, we'll talk about that here in a second. Number two thing, all right, swiping and leaving. I wasn't here that long ago, all right? So if anybody here is planning to swipe and leave and act like you're going to the bathroom and not come back, at least stick around for the answers. Got that, we good? Okay, all right. Um, I'm going to do a lot of t uh, storytelling. I think storytelling does 
good when it comes to learning lessons. Um, so I'm going to tell a lot of stories. Um, next thing. All right. I cry sometimes. Okay. So. <laughs> all right. So if I start crying, y'all got two options. All right. You can ignore it. All right. Or just feel me. All right. So. All right. So if I, that happens, it just happens. Okay. All right. And I talked about the question in oh, the light. All right. Question and answer at the end. All right. Oh, on a little delay. All right. What's up, Caps? Good question. <laughs> Me and Coach Caps out there. All right. The answers. All right. These are the, the things that I learned here at Goshen College. All right. Always be yourself. Uh, don't try to be somebody else to please somebody else. All right. Always be yourself. Learn from every experience. Good experiences, bad experience. You learn from them. All right. You keep the good experiences and you flip the bad experiences for the future. Okay. Make an impact, be creative, and have fun, okay? If you're trying to figure out something that you want to do as a profession, have fun with it. Be creative with it. It makes getting up so much easier in the morning, okay? Do extra work. Do not do the bare minimum, okay? You have to put in that extra time and the extra work, okay? Um, always be networking. Always be talking to people. Learn other people's stories, okay? Just be curious about how did you get here, okay? Network, network, network. Um, find your passion. Find something that you want to do that you really, really love. I know a lot of people hear that, and you're like, well, I don't know what that is. Eventually, you'll figure it out, and I'll tell you how I figured out mine. All right. Um, next thing, people are crazy. People are absolutely nuts. All right. So, got to learn from that as well. Um, get a lot of hands-on experience, because ultimately, that's what gets you jobs. Okay, so make sure that goes in with doing the extra Make sure you're doing, getting hands-on experience. And then time management. Time management is one of those things that people always talk about when you're in college, manage your time well, manage your time well. It is very true because once you get out of this place, you are gonna have to manage your time. You start working, you start a family, all that type of stuff. With me, I have a wife, I have two kids, I own two businesses, and I'm a head varsity basketball coach. So, I make sure that I have my time very, very organized, and I learned that here at Goshen College trying to juggle all the things I was doing here, okay? Oh. All right, this is my family. A um, little intro about me. That's my wife, my two kids. Um, yeah, the babies. The little one, the little one's the bully, all right? <laughs> she, she runs the house, all right? Um, all right, I'm originally from Western Ohio, right outside of Columbus, Ohio. Um, huge Buckeye fan, so go Bucks. Um, like I said, graduated in 2011. While I was here, um, played basketball all four years, uh, BSU president, uh, founded the SWAG. Uh, SWAG stood for Serving With All Gifts. Uh, so that was a club here. I did intramural staff, multicultural affairs office. This is what I'm talking about, juggling time or managing time. And I was also a kickoff legend. Now, let me just be honest about that. All right, I should have won at least three times. <laughs> at least three times. Trish, am I lying? Thank you. Hey, jams. Absolute jams. Much money? You remember much money, right? Yes. <laughs> See, she's already crying laughing because it was, it was that good. All right. Um, <laughs> I told you you have to freestyle. You guys. All right. <laughs> um, I currently live in Nashville, Tennessee uh, with my family. Um, founded uh, Next Level Skills Basketball Academy, and I'm also the founder of Next Level Skills College Prep and Recruiting, which is a 50, 501c3 
nonprofit, and then I'm also the head varsity coach at uh, Valor Collegiate Academy. Okay. All right, so when I graduated from college here in um, 2011, I was just so involved on campus where I got invited back to apply for the admissions position. And I'm like, what's admissions? And they're like, just tell people about your Goshen story and tell them to come here. I'm like, y'all gonna pay me for that? They're like, yeah, so I'm like, all right. So I went through the process um, and I ultimately started getting the job. Now, when I got the job, all right, I learned about um, people, all right, being in the business of people, okay? And that was one thing that when I said I came out of Goshen College, when I came into Goshen, it was like, I wanna get a degree, I wanna get a job, and I wanna make money. When I left out of Goshen, it was like, I wanna get a job and I wanna help people, okay? So that was, the, that was the mind shift, okay? So when I got to admissions, it wasn't like, I need to hit my numbers, I need to hit my numbers, I need to hit my numbers. It was all about trying to find that perfect fit. So it's like, oh, you are looking for this, you're looking for this, all right, this is what Goshen provides for you. You know, if this is a good fit, come here. All right, so, um, so that was always a fun thing for me. Um, being myself, uh, guys, it's so easy to want to just please people and get the answers that you want out of them. I cannot be more, um, more enthusiastic about always be yourself. Just be yourself. If people don't like you, they don't like you. It is what it is, okay? But the people that do like you and do love you for who you are, it's, that's, the incredi that's, that's incredible, that's what you want. Okay, so keep that circle of people around you. Um, find your passion. I had no idea that higher ed was my passion. No idea until I started working in admissions. Okay, when I was working in admissions, I worked with mostly athletes. Okay, um, I worked very closely with coaches, did the, the visits, um, worked with financial aid, did the financial aid packages, all that good stuff. Um, and I absolutely loved it and it turned into my passion. I didn't know that was gonna help me down the road, but it just, I just absolutely started to love it. Now, one of the stories, uh, Odalette Nance, um, she used to be the director of the Montreal Cultural Affairs Office here, and she was helping me get ready for my interview for admissions. And I remember I was talking to her on the phone, and I had to do a presentation. And I went like 10, 15 minutes through my presentation, and I thought I killed it. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and she was just quiet on the end of the phone, I'm like, you there? And she was like, she was like, who are you? Like, who you, you know who I am, I'm like what you mean? And she was like, no, who are you? And I was like, I'm Jeremy? And she was like, no, who are you? And she was like, the Jeremy Pope that I know is fun, jokes around, laughs a lot, smiles a lot. You just went through that whole presentation, it was monotone, it was like, why did you do that? I was like, well, I thought that's what they wanted me, oop, gotcha, thank you, Jody. <laughs> that's um, what they, that's what I thought they wanted from me. Uh, it's a professional setting, I need to act professional. She was like, no, be you. Like, your smile and your energy is what has people gravitate to you. So you go in there, and tell your jokes. Go in there, have fun. I think I hit somebody in the forehead with a piece of candy during my interview. Like, that happened, <laughs> and I got the job, okay? <laughs> so, um, Olet, I always remember that. Anytime I go anywhere, I sit down with other business owners, um, other people, I'm going in, I'm asking for $10,000 for support and whatever. Like, 
I'm never in there just being straight faced and just, hey, can you can you do this? Can you do nah, I'm in there cracking jokes and everything. So always just be yourself. Okay. Natural sports leagues. Now this is one of those experiences that I talk about where things did not go well. And it was one of those jobs that I feel like I came out a better person, but I had really bad experiences. Okay, right there, it looks like I'm smiling. All right, it's because I'm playing kickball as an adult. Okay, <laughs> all right, but um, it was it was a tough experience. Uh, I went down there because I was in grad school and I got an internship. Got the internship, and then they offered me a job, a full-time job, to be a director. I didn't know that being a director meant that I had to I had to manage 100 referees, which were also 20 or 22 to 25 year old guys that live in Nashville, which means a lot of hangovers, okay? And they don't show up for work, which meant I had to go show up for work after I had been in the office all day. I'm newly married, I want to go home. <laughs> but instead, I was out on fields doing stuff. So that, uh, that did not work out too well. Um, now, the good things about this job, always networking. This is how I started getting my first players because those people that I was managing, some of them were teachers coaches and athletic directors, and they had the, uh, the outlet to athletes, okay? So networking and creating those, those relationships. Um, now, learning money over people, okay? This is one of those jobs where the job really prioritized money. It was money, 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 pulling as much money, doesn't matter what happens, just pulling money, pulling money, pulling money. And that was one thing that affected me where, again, coming out of Goshen, it wasn't about money, it's about people. And I remember my first, one of my first meetings, I was sitting there and the business owner was like, why are we in business? I raised my hand, I said, to make sure we create a safe environment for people to have fun after work. And he was like, wrong, we make money. I was like, <laughs> I was like, all right, <laughs> okay. Um, so, that, that, uh, that hit me to the point that now um, I never turn away a family because of money. I have kids in my program that pay me $3 for a workout. $3 because that's what they can afford. Okay, so um, what, kind of, um, what kind of leader and business owner I wanted to be? I took good things from my boss, I took bad things from my boss, and I flipped those things, right? So the, the boss that I am now and the people that I manage now is kind of based off of when I went through there. Of, okay, I liked what he did there, so I'm gonna keep that, but I did not like what he did over here, so I flipped that. Okay, so always be learning out of your experiences. Now, story about Under Armour basketball. All right, there's a huge warehouse in, uh, in Nashville, Tennessee, more specifically Lebanon, out east, uh, where they have like a bunch of basketball courts and, um, football fields and all types of stuff, and it's a factory. But they do these events, and I was in charge of doing their basketball events and like just doing contest stuff, three-point shootouts and skill drills and stuff, so I always organized that. I did that two or three times. It was pretty easy. It didn't take me too much time. Did it. I did it one time, and I had a new staff, and I forgot to tell them, don't wear anything but Under Armour. They showed up in all Nike stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. I got a phone call that Saturday morning. Yeah, he, my, my boss was not happy. Um, Under Armour was not happy, all right? So one of those things, like ever since then, I made sure that 
I pay attention to the smallest details now when it comes to business stuff, okay? I'll never forget that experience. He was mad. Um, so again, you always learn from bad experiences. Let's learn from good experiences, okay? Also, my boss was a yeller. He yelled a lot, okay? Now, you athletes sitting in here, you're gonna get yelled at. You play college sports. It's gonna happen, okay? We can't drop our heads. We can't feel sorry for ourselves. We have to be able to take that and turn it into something, okay? Into something positive. I got yelled at a lot. I mean, I'm little. Tired. I, didn't, I, I was awful at defense. I gave up a lot of defensive points. But I'll, I'll score you. That was my job. I'll score you, okay? But I got yelled at a lot. I felt like because I had that positive mindset of when I did get yelled at, I took that as my coach cared for me, all right? I get yelled at by my wife, too, let's be honest, okay? <laughs> but she does that because she cares for me, all right? When I got yelled at by my boss, I don't know if he cared for me or not, but I still took it as I need to do better, okay? There's no time to pity, put your head down, and be like, uh, all right? Now, with that being said, I quit. I quit, I had no plan, all right? <laughs> I left. Um, I couldn't handle that job anymore. So what I did was I decided to drive Uber in Nashville, Tennessee. What I learned from that, not much, it's just people were crazy, okay? I didn't last too long driving Uber. Um, that was probably about three or four months. Um, this picture, anybody recognize her? Anybody know who she is? Yeah, she was on The Bachelorette. She was The Bachelorette on The Bachelorette. Yeah. I picked her up. I was like, hey, you're Caitlin. She was like, <laughs> she looked at me like, how do you know that? <laughs> uh, I'm married. Uh, um, <laughs> that's pretty much all about Uber. All right, next. <laughs> all, right. all right, so while I am getting ready for Uber, um, I called my mom. I was getting my car detailed, and my mom calls me and goes, hey, um, how's work going? And I had quit, I didn't tell her. And she, she was not happy because she had just paid for my master's degree. And she was like, you're driving Uber with a master's degree? Like, <laughs> we're going the wrong direction. And um, she, she was like, what are you gonna do? I was like, I don't know. She's like, what are you gonna do? I'm like, I don't know. She just kept asking me, Jeremy, what are you going to do? I'm like, mom, I do not know. And she was like, look, Figure out something that bothers you and fix it. I'm like, I have no idea what that means, mom. And she was like, don't worry about it. You'll figure it out. It's going to hit you. I'm like, all right. So a few months goes by, and my phone goes off. I look at my phone. It's an ESPN alert. And uh, some Notre Dame players, three or four Notre Dame football players, I got arrested because there were drugs and guns in the trunk. And so obviously they got arrested, and they got kicked out of school. They lost their scholarship. Look at my phone, I'm like, man, like how ungrateful can you be? Like, like you guys are idiots. Like I'm talking to them on the phone, like, wow, like why would you do something like that? My wife comes into the, the, um, the kitchen, she's like, what's going on? And I tell her, and she looks at me, and she's like, don't you hate Notre Dame? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, really, I do, really. And she was like, are they from Ohio? I'm like, no. They're like, man, that really bothers you a lot. Uh, all right, that's where the, the light bulb went off. Okay, that's where I realized 
that my passion of higher ed for athletes right, is something that bothers me and I can fix it. How do I fix it? Okay, so I started thinking about how do I do something like that. So, um, basketball. I spent my whole life playing basketball. I've trained with trainers. Um, I've worked out a lot. I was like, man, I can train basketball players, which is what every basketball player thinks, right? And it was like, I can train players. And so I started getting them in, but my goal, I mean, I want to make them the best players that I can possible. But my goal was always to use basketball to get them to that education or get them to that career, get them to trade school, right? So they come in wanting to be a better basketball player, but before you walk out that door, we're gonna talk about what your life goals are, okay, and how do we get there, all right? So that's the whole thing of, I'm not trying to train basketballs to make money, I, or bas I'm training basketballs, basketball players to make money, but I'm training basketball players to help them prepare for life, right? And that's my passion, and that's what I've, what I've got from all my different experiences, right? So, be creative. I love being creative with my job. Um, I love being creative with my businesses, all that type of stuff. So, of course, we got the training. That's nothing special. But we do. Um, we also do workouts for adults, which is fun. That want to lose. That want to lose weight or stay in shape. All right. So we use basketball drills, cardio drills for adults, and they come in, work out. Um, usually they're parents of the players I'm training. So I'll train the kids on one side, and my assistant coach will train the parents on the other side. So that's always, a, that's a fun thing that we do. Uh, we also, um, also just started the all-star game of the 20 top players in Nashville. 10 from private schools, 10 from public schools that play against each other. This year we're adding a girls game with it. Slam dunk contest, all that type of stuff. We got a number of Division I players, um, NAIA, Division II, JUCO guys. It's just a, it's a fun event where we could bring people together from all over the city. So we started doing stuff like that. Um, now, the do extra thing. Me as a business owner, I have to stand out from other people. Okay, so um, I make sure that when I sit down with somebody, I always leave them with something. All right, I'm always making sure that I know their story before I walk in, where they come from. I'm always putting in that extra work. All right, now, to, to feed to the creative and fun part. Over here in this classroom, over there in the corner, okay, I took a an educational psychology class with, Chris, with Christy Bonfiglio. You guys remember Christy? All right, I took a class with Christy Bonfiglio um, over there. I remember walking in, and it's an educational psychology class. Was I majoring in education? The answer is no, I was not. Oh. Somebody told me to keep going, but I don't want to. All right. Okay. All right. Um, I almost just fell downstairs. All right. Um, so I took a class with Christy Bonfiglio over here. And um, very distracted right now. Um, hope they're all right. Um, so I sit down, and she's doing roll call. And she's like, um, so she, 
she do a roll call and she goes, if every, she said, everybody in here, put your hand up if you're an education major. And literally every single person put their hand up besides me. And she stared into my soul that entire time. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she said, everybody put your hand down. She was looking right at me. She said, Jeremy, why are you here? <laughs> and I said, my mom picked this class for me. And, and everybody was like, your mom picks your classes for you? Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, I, like, your mom doesn't pick classes for you? Like, all right. Um, so I decided to stay in the class. It was, one of the, it was one of the hardest classes on campus, but I stayed in class, and I would just, just wanted to learn from it. it. It seemed like an interesting class. Towards the end of the class, Christy was like, look, um, you guys got this, this project that you guys need to do based off of everything we learned in the class, but you cannot write a paper and you cannot do a presentation. All right, you have to do something else. So I'm sitting down with my group in the library and this is one thing that I really appreciate about Goshit is the musicians here um, and the creativity of musicians. So I'm sitting down, my whole group is musicians and again, I was a kickoff legend, don't forget that. Okay, so we're like, let's write a song. So we wrote a song for our presentation. When I tell you we had that classroom jumping in there, we had a smoke machine, we had backup dancers. <laughs> like the people next door to us in the other classroom had to come in and ask us to turn the music down. Like it was like one of those, but like that was one of those things where it's like, I can have fun with learning. I can have fun with teaching. I can have fun with whatever I do, right? So I also take that and put that into my businesses as well. Another story as well, my freshman year, uh, my freshman year uh, playing basketball here, um, it was a rough year for me athletically. Uh, my first 10 games, um, I started at point guard, um, and then the last 21, I sat the bench at point guard. Uh, um, I did not play. Like, I went from playing 20 plus minutes a game to now playing three to four minutes a game because I was not performing well. All right. Now, at the end of the season, I'm questioning myself. Can I play at this level? I really wasn't sure if I could play at this level. And I remember um, I was going to workouts after the season, before this, the school year ended. I'm walking out um, after workouts, and uh, Eric McCullum, our all-time leading scorer, he's staying and working out after practice. He's a gym rat. And he starts yelling at me. Hey, Pope, 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 where you going? Going to eat. Like, cafeteria closes, like, in 20 minutes. I got to eat. He's like, nah, you're staying here with me. Eric, I got to eat. Nah, I'll cook you some food. Just come with me. All right? You're going to stay here and get up more shots. All right? So we stay, make an extra 200 shots. Same thing next day. We get done with workouts. Eric's like, you're staying with me make another 200 shots, and it got to the point where it's like, it was now in my brain that I'd now do extra work. I don't leave after practice is over. We still have this court. I stay and I do extra work. And now, through the summer and everything, I did extra work. And it paid off to the point of I had a really good season my sophomore, my junior, and my senior season. I went from doubting myself to now putting in the extra work and really believing in myself, all right? So do the extra work. Do it, invest in yourself, okay? All right, I went to go work at the YMCA. 
okay? Again, get a hands-on experience. I made $8 an hour at the YMCA with a master's degree. Y'all see a pattern going on here? <laughs> I did not make any money for a minute, okay? $8 an hour. Now, the thing that hurt it so bad was, um, the thing that hurt so bad was it was in Brentwood, Tennessee, which is a very, very rich part of Tennessee. So for me to walk to the YMCA, I had to pass Maseratis, Ferraris, Bentleys, Rolls Royces, for me to go pick up weights for $8 an hour. All right. Now, the thing is, always be networking. I met some really good people at the YMCA, okay, which are now people that are mentoring my kids, that I now am training their kids, okay? Get those relationships. Um, people are nuts, that's up there again. I just wanna drive that home. Just always understand, when you leave this campus, just know, <laughs> you're gonna see some stuff, okay? All right, um, I saw parents trying to fight referees at eight-year-old flag football games. I had parents trying to fight each other at, you know, these kids are four years old. I had coaches arguing with each other. Like, they just started walking two years ago. Like, what are you doing? All right, but all that good stuff. All right, switch. All right, next level skills, college prep and recruiting. This is now my, um, my nonprofit organization. So find your passion. That's my passion. We talked about the, the academic part of it, right? Being creative. I'm always adding new programming. My wife tells me to stop because it's taking up more time. Well, <laughs> I like being creative, adding new things. All right, making sure we're helping people. Last night, Dan, Dan Kublicki over here, was like, hey, it kind of sounds like your, your off-the-court programming is pretty similar to swag. You remember that last night? And I kind of paused for a second. I was like, stop giving away my presentation for tomorrow, Dan. <laughs> So starting swag has a lot of components of what I'm doing with the mentoring um, and the classes and just preparing for a career and stuff like that. So um, creating, starting that, that program was something that I'm still doing with, with my business. So these are my two businesses. This is what we do now. All right, so the basketball, everything that's on the court. Um, and then college prep, we do the prep classes. Ooh. Um, we do recruiting assistants that work individually with every single player with the recruiting. Uh, we do mentoring, college visits, a college survival class, uh, formal clothing and dinner etiquette, uh, because I jacked that one up one time as an admissions counselor. Dan is my old boss, so he can hear that now. I don't work for you anymore. So um, we went to a, um, a conference in Chicago, and they had a cocktail hour. Um, I was the only one there without a suit on. I went like this, jeans and a polo. I'm like, where'd the drink tickets at? And it was just like, I did not handle myself in a professional manner. I didn't. Um, where there's something that I feel like everybody needs to learn how to do because you miss a lot of opportunities that way. So again, learn from your experiences. So I make sure I talk to my athletes about the setting that you're in and, where you're, and what you're doing, okay? Um, ACT prep. We do that as well. We do resume writing and interview strategies, and we also do financial literacy because when you get out of here, when you start making some money, you have to know how to manage it. You have to talk to somebody, get a financial advisor, whatever, all right? Have strategies because I did not, okay? Um, here you go, the answers again. Be yourself, learn from every single experience. Yes, I look short there. They're both 6'8", okay? 
<laughs> one plays at Vanderbilt, the one on the left plays at Vanderbilt, the one on the right plays at Nebraska. They were in the all-star game that I did. Um, so, oh, there I go, I knew I was gonna fall off at one point. All right, um, <laughs> all right be yourself, learn your, uh, from every experience, make an impact, be creative, have fun. Do the extra work, always be networking, find your passion, find it, all right? Understand people are nuts, okay? Get your hands on experience and manage your time well, okay? Thank you guys, appreciate you guys. Um, fun to be back, thank you. Thank you so much, Jeremy. Um, we will have, we do have some coffee and cookies on Schrock Plaza after you're dismissed in case you wanna have a chance to talk with Jeremy a little further. And I have two quick announcements before we um, depart here. So two announcements. First of all, just so you know, Convo schedule for next week. There is not Convo on Wednesday because first year students are gonna be doing community engagement day. So typically there is not a Convo on that day. There are two bonus Convos. Remember you need your ID to get credit for those. On Tuesday evening at 7 p.m., PIN and their leaders are leading a relationship check-in here in the fellowship hall. And then on Friday, hang on please. On Friday, as part of the Mennonites Writing Conference, um, there will be uh, Sophia Samatar, who is an author, a GC alum, will be speaking in this space. Second announcement has to do with the mascot. So, as you might recall, last year we decided our new embodied mascot is going to be a black squirrel. It's now time to choose a name, and the mascot committee needs your help. They've narrowed it down to a short list of possibilities and they're looking for feedback from students, employee, and alum. So the committee is hoping for a gender neutral name that is uniquely GC and connects with the mascot's personality of being fun, energetic, small but mighty, strong and clever. Name options you will be asked to rank. And yes, this QR code works if you wanna take the survey right now. Captain. Dash, Leafy, Merle, and Pax are the name options. So I think you might have gotten the survey by email or you can uh, take it here as well. In this, yeah, okay. Can we have everyone on this side of the um, balcony start walking off and start moving for the paramedics, please. Everybody else can stay seated and focused, but can we have people start moving? Thank you. So just to announce really quickly that um, the mascot will be named and announced during our homecoming convo here on October 7. So thank you so much, Jeremy. Thank you for um, rolling with it and you can check in with Jeremy, each other. There is coffee, cookies on Schrock Plaza. So please head that way. Thank you.